Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Which players are we avoiding this season? Find out next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBTN5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Wednesday, March 16th. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by Scott White. And let's start with your number one bust this year, Scotty. My number one bust is Ryan Mountcastle of the Baltimore Orioles, who, who I had already pegged as a bust even before they announced these drastic uh, drastic dimension changes to Camden Yards where they pushed back the fence 30 feet in left field, pretty much all along straightaway left field. 30 feet, that's an enormous amount. And then they also raised the height from 7 feet to 12, so two big changes there. It makes, you do a park overlay of Camden Yards and every other major league park, it is the deepest left field now in all the major leagues. Ryan Mountcastle, a right-handed hitter, obviously, he hit two-thirds of his home runs at, ro- at home last year. So, you know, what kind of impact is that going to have? But I already expected him to decline in the home run category from 33 last year, even before those park changes. His ex-slug last year was 458 versus his actual 487 slug. So StatCast says he overachieved. You know, I, I don't know that even 20 home runs is a safe bet from Mountcastle this year, much less 30. And the way he's being drafted... He's being drafted like he's going to take a step forward from last year, not back. Uh, He doesn't do anything but hit home runs. At least he didn't last year, and his plate discipline doesn't suggest he can. And he's in an awful lineup, which will suppress his RBI and run totals. So it's it's, it's basically 30 homers or bust from Mountcastle, and I think that means bust because I I don't predict 30 for him, and I'd much rather have other first basemen who go behind him like Josh Bell, Reese Hoskins, CJ Crone, Joey Votto, give me any of those. Yes. Instead of Mountcastle. Let's go with the profit pocket ahead of Ryan Mountcastle this season. Bust for me, Aroldis Chapman had a 3.36 ERA, his highest since 2011, and his 1.31 whip was a career high. His walks per nine, 6.1 last year, and he really struggled the final four months of the season after they cracked down on sticky substances. He had a 4.95 ERA, 1.6 to whip and the Yankees do have good relievers behind him in Jonathan Luizaga and Chad Green. Closers are really tough. It's it's a fickle position and I just don't want to start with one that already has a, a ton of risk. They all have risk but I feel like there's even more with a role as Chapman so I am out. Scott, another bus for you. Randy Arozarena who may have been the single biggest overachiever according to the StatCast data last year. Yeah. You look at the overall, you know, the 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 base numbers, the the base numbers for Randy Orozarena, two seventy four batting average, twenty home runs, twenty stolen bases. Okay, looks like a pretty good player. But you look underneath, his expected batting average was two twenty two, his expected slug was three sixty nine. It looks like somebody, the, the sort of profile that everybody 
should flag as a bust. It, it just, it, it almost seems too obvious, frankly, but because he got to 20 steals last year, I feel like people are elevating him and, uh, and willing to turn to turn a blind eye to the, to those batted ball metrics. He was 20 for 30 in stolen bases last year. So it wasn't a great success rate, particularly on a team like the Rays. wonder how much he's going to keep running. And if his hitting stats drop the way I think they could, you wonder how much he's going to keep playing for a team like the Rays because they, they're so quick to, to rearrange their lineup as they see fit. So they're, they're just, it just seems like a lot of different ways that this could spiral for a Rosa Reina. And I want no part of him, particularly at his price. All right, another bust for me. And I get the the intrigue for Dalton Varsho. I really do, but I just cannot invest in him at the cost right now, which is, you know, 118.2. I've seen him go much higher than that in drafts. And uh, last year, he got off to a rough start. He got sent back down to the minors. Once he returned, he did perform better. But during that stretch, the batted ball data was not good, just a 7% barrel rate. And he hits a lot of pop-ups, 15% infield fly ball rate, which... Normally, I don't know how sticky that is year over year, but he did it a lot in his minor league career as well. I just don't know how good of an actual baseball player Dalton Varsho is, so I get the intrigue, but he still has some options left. I think if he struggles, there's a chance that he gets demoted once again. Uh, So the upside is high, but I think the floor is very low as well. Uh, Scott, give us your final bust here. Jazz Chisholm got off to a hot start early on as a rookie last year, 311 batting average with a 969 OPS, nine stolen bases in April. It was surprising because he looked pretty raw in the minors. The plate discipline numbers were awful, struck out way too much. I assumed he'd get eaten alive against major league pitching. After April, he pretty much got eaten, got eaten alive by major league pitching. Hit only 236 with a 681 OPS over those final five months. And, um, I do think there is a percentage chance those tools come together and he has this big breakthrough, but considering he's one of the top 100 players drafted, I think it's much more likely that he struggles to produce an even usable stat line. And and there may be a chance he's dropped in your fantasy league by mid-May. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.